previously on the Fantastic Worlds podcast. Because I hit, I get a free grab. I have an ability called Snatch as a monster. Um, then I toss them over the ramparts. Bah! Why not a little scorching ray? Just this column of fire shooting out of this teeny tiny halfling lady's hands. That's <laughs> 96 points of damage. And the Frost Drake may- realizes it made a terrible mistake as it falls to the ground and dies. Oh! Pippa yes. Loxley, Dragon Slayer. Dragon <gasps> Slayer! Yeah! I'm not sure how they have done it, but I'm receiving reports that the Draglins have built a siege tower on the southeastern walls and are moving it into place. Please get there as soon as possible to help stop the tower from reaching our walls. And what you see is this giant tower uh, as it is being pushed up by two gigantic hydras. So I am now hovering 20 feet above the ground, a little bit closer to the what's coming towards me. My mom got me a game called the Huga Game. Huga. And the Huga Game is for cozy conversation in pleasant company. So I think this absolutely qualifies. <laughs> Love it. And Huga, I think, is basically just the Danish concept of like winter coziness when it's cold and dark mm. and there's really nothing to do outside. And so you stay shut up in your pajamas with your family and friends beside a roaring fire and eat and drink and have pleasant conversations. So sounds lovely. So we have it the co- we have the pleasant lovely. conversation and stuff, but no 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 drink and no fireplace. I've got my coffee, so I don't know about, you know, the rest of y'all. I got my coconut water, or I guess my I got nothing. Less restoration. <laughs> you have no beverage, Logan? No. I have well, water. the two of you are in violation of the principles of Huga, but I won't hold it against you. No, I think it's um, only me, actually, because Dustin has something next time I can see. Yeah, I have a Coke Zero. There, see, there you go. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Logan! <laughs> um, all right, so essentially the, o- the only thing that you need to do for the game is it's you essentially just take turns answering a question. It's an entire card pack of questions. Wow. So now Ooh. if anyone's coming up blank, we'll just play the Hooga game. <laughs> I, That's I, need to take, awesome. I need to get that and take it the next time I have a date. <laughs> yeah, abs- actually, it's a great, it's great little conversation starters of questions that you might not have thought to ask the people in your life. Yeah. So... Uh, on this card, because I'm sick of trying to open the pack because I'm bad at it, so I'm just going to go with the ones that are on the card facing me. <laughs> if you could be guaranteed an honest answer, what would you ask and to whom? Oh. Oh. Too heavy? I can pick a different one. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's have <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I thought it's something so depressing immediately. We can, oh, good. We, okay, yeah. let's not do that then. <laughs> why, don't we do, why, why don't we do this but make it TTRPG? So no matter what it is, we have to somehow focus oh, okay. it into our characters. Like uh, I think that make okay. it for fun. If you could be guaranteed an honest answer mm. from any of the Reign of Winter PCs, what would you ask and to whom? Oh, God. The PCs? Ooh. So like PCs. as my character asking another character? Ooh. As your character asking another character. Or or your god, the GM. I'm al- am I allowed to ask Kepri? <laughs> You're allowed to ask Kepri. Because <laughs> Manette has some motherfucking questions <laughs> about a lot of stuff. Hey, dude, oh. basically key amongst them being like, hey, dude, what's up? What is going on? What up? What up? Why you have me doing the things I'm doing? I don't understand, man. And you never explain nothing to me. Do you think you're going to mess something up if you tell me? Because I don't know that that's the case. (laughs) God would respond because there's an outside audience watching and they need to know the story over time, not all at once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's Kimberly's Ke- like, uh, so <laughs> I guess that's Fourth a very wall, honest answer. <laughs> it's a true answer. Mm-hmm. He is a little <laughs> impish trickster type, so he would fucking break the fourth wall all the time, I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> very much his style. I know what Bayani would ask. He would ask Abraxas, do you want to fuck? <laughs> 
That's yes. it. Lyani <laughs> is a sample man. <laughs> I should have gone first. Mine's going to sound super weird after that. <laughs> Mine was for Bayani going, I am not a witch. Do you understand <laughs> this? Because <laughs> if it's like, no, it's like, fuck this. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> the answer would be yes. And then Bayani would ask, do you want to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, now that we've cleared the air. <laughs> that's true. Now that it's the, yeah, it's the order. It's all about the order. Mm. Uh. <laughs> what about Pippa? What would Pippa ask? Uh, Pippa at this stage in the adventure would probably ask Minette at what point because Pippa's feeling a little. At what what would she have to do for Manette to decide that she needed to be killed? Ah, geez. Oh, geez. Oh my god! What dark, a heavy. Abby. <laughs> heavy. I. I mean, Manette believes a, a quite a bit in redemption. She's you know. Like, I think she understands that certain people, there is no redemption and violence is the only answer. But she's, it's going to take a lot, especially because you're someone she trusts and thinks has a soul that could be redeemed if you go past a certain point. So it would, it would take quite a lot. I don't know exactly what the line is, but you would have to do some stuff. <laughs> man, now, <laughs> you, now, man, now Phantom of the Opera past the point of no return is playing in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the playlist. Right. I mean, and I guess that that oh, would be right. like Pippa's, Pippa's central question would be, what is the path? What is the point of no return for a person? Mm-hmm. Um, a and Manette darn... is the most goodly oh. character that she knows. Damn. Darn good question, man. I thought I think oh my so. God, I like I like to bring it down. What about Pippa's Andromeda? <laughs> Pippa's there with the real Ooh, questions, right? I've been trying to think of Andromeda questions. I, it's I don't think she has questions for people right now because she has other stuff on her mind. I mean, she can't ask her god a question because she doesn't really have one. She just has. <laughs> Some some <laughs> some god <laughs> some god it's just incomprehensible noises um and screaming and <laughs> uh aklo and <laughs> chanting whispers you know the the works I think maybe she would add you know I know that we said PCs and everybody else has done PCs except for Minette I'm cheating with both of them but you can I ask feel, it, you can you ask, can an, ask NPC. an NPC yeah. I feel like I would have her ask her grandma what her origins are because she doesn't know, like, she knows she's human. She doesn't know any of the other stuff. Like, she doesn't know where her parents were from. She doesn't know why they're not around anymore and why she ended up with the caretaker she had and all that stuff. So questions, questions, but questions upon questions. That yeah. that's a that's a good question, and uh, when I figure that out, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of it we do know. Yeah, some of it we do know. Uh, uh, Dustin, uh, for you, what NPC would have a burning question for one of the PCs if they oh, could yeah. get an honest answer? I got it. It's one of the marrows. So like, hey, do you want? <laughs> one of the, do you want? Why were you fuck? so weird? <laughs> marrows, yes. Do you want to fuck? And the answer is a very confused yes. <laughs> kind of. Yes? Question mark? Exclamation mark? Exclamation yes? mark? Question mark? <laughs> uh, I can't think of one because I like. Uh, None of none of we have we haven't developed relationships enough with any of the NPCs for me to have any questions, you know. Uh, Argentina, what's your deal? No, what's your deal? Uh, God, you're so weird. Argentina's oh. the cat's the only one that I might come up with questions with, and I don't even know what I would do with that. I'd go, where's my food or something like that? I'd be like, why do you well, never feed me? <laughs> why do you keep killing? Why do you keep letting me die? Why do you, yeah. die? <laughs> why do you treat me like Kenny from South Park? <laughs> <laughs> why do you I mean, die so not easy? anymore? <laughs> not anymore. Dragon Taya, Dragon Taya's now, or gets you know kept around for her useful portaling abilities. <laughs> 
You just want me for my That's abilities. And not kind of messed up. So I don't want to hear another word about it. Uh, yeah, I think I think as as uh, sometimes Argentea, I think they would go, why do you only love me for my abilities? To Pippa, I think that's the question she has. Oh my God! Speaking of Argentea, no Berlioz. Oh, it's Berlioz. Oh my God! I'm glad you don't have my face. That'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. Okay, before we start, I do. I I'm having a lot of fun, so let's ask one more question, and then we will move on to the game. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> At what age would you say your character was the happiest? Ooh. Oh, I'm going to bring up my timeline. <laughs> Sorry, Dustin, this is another question that mostly only works for the PCs. Yes. You may pick any PC of your choosing. Baba Yaga. Any NPC of your choosing. <laughs> yeah, Dustin, at what age would you say Baba Yaga was the happiest? <laughs> Whoa. That's a big old time frame, too. Or we could well, do crossover. You could talk about Friday or Mariposa. <laughs> sure, yeah, you can talk about one of your other characters if you want. <laughs> And audience, if you don't know who that is, feel free to check out our Starfinder <laughs> or our podcast. Patreon exclusive. Or our Patreon exclusive. You know you want that Patreon uh, exclusive. I, I think I, this one would be easy as Friday, probably when he first got his own ship and uh, he met, um, oh God, what is her name? The love of his life. Yes, mm. basically. Uh, uh, and uh, he got a ship. I, I would say that was the happiest time before, you know, when you first get your first job and it's kind of exciting because you're actually getting money for the first time and you're actually kind of getting to do your own thing that I think that feeling probably was him. And now that I think about it, God, that was really sad that that's really the, <laughs> the best time of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would say, have to say what's happened in, unreleased episodes as of right now probably was pretty good other than you know some foreshadowing stuff but you know like <laughs> that was a fun fun heists are fun heists are fun, heists are fun. <laughs> yeah love a good heist we've had two now so we gotta have one in gsoe at some point <laughs> absolutely a wig heist a wig heist oh Logan, lots of yeah. wigs getting wigs getting wigs uh, wigs changes. of storage yeah wigs of storage we're going to go raid a, yes, uh, a warehouse. wig of holding that warehouse. <laughs> Make it happen, Jess. <laughs> I, or right. I will. <laughs> Writing this down. <laughs> I mean, like like Dustin, my answer came pretty quickly for Bionni. Canonically, he's like 24. Mm -hmm. um, so he's pretty young. And so probably when he was 20, because of redacted, redacted, censored, censored, redacted, censored, censored, redacted, redacted. And it's even, it's even redacted to Bayani right mm -hmm, now. So. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even know it was his happiest time, but it was. <laughs> redacted. Redacted when redacted happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we bleep and bleep. Mm -hmm. Bleep. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> yeah, just add a bleep sound to all of my redacted and censored. Uh, what about the rest of you? Hmm. Manette's generally pretty happy. She's just happy most of the time. Even when she's like having turmoil, she's still a pretty happy person, but she was maybe most happy. It's a toss up between when she was like 13 before things kind of went weird in Osirian and she was just like kind of living happily with her aunts and her dad and doing her thing and maybe like 19 doing stuff with the circus at the height of her like infatuation with her partner and not circus why did i say circus i meant caravan uh, <laughs> i was saying wow i don't remember minette being in a circus but there we go <laughs> <laughs> Another part of her story to history. probe. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, doing stuff with the caravan, which she loved that that entire situation. Um, and for Andromeda, it's much easier. The answer is nineteen years old because I don't think she's ever truly been happy <laughs> until <laughs> until now. Quite the opposite so kind of sad. character. <laughs> kind of, kind of the entire opposite situation. For it can her. really only go up for Andromeda. <laughs> 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 so right now right now in the story yeah. right Aww. now hey that's so sweet <laughs> while the rest of us are having the worst time of our lives <laughs> yeah you know she but she got her found family yeah. she gets she has to watch you all suffer but <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> what about pippa 
Uh, Pippa, it would be probably from like when she was 24 to 30. Uh, that's right around the time she was really hitting her stride with this princess of Iris and Khan. <laughs> uh, she Man, also, did the karma come around on that? <laughs> she had also a much, a much, um, a much less tragic uh, Bonnie and Clyde sort of relationship with another professional con artist, and they had a really excellent time together, living it up in Opara. And stealing from rich people and then giving oh it to God. poor people and keeping a chunk of it for themselves so that they could continue to keep Naturally. up a princess of Iris and Khan. Mm. And it was just the absolute happiest time of her life. Bonnie and Clyde over here. We a minute and Pippa have even more parallels than I even thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pippa and Minette have a lot in common that they they're too they're too busy and sort of traumatized to talk about. We should maybe have a scene where they maybe they compare notes. Yeah, yeah. Some they they the know. Future. They yeah. at least know what the others the other has been up to. You know, in the past, a little bit. Yeah. What about our wolf pup, Wolfman oh, Abraxas? I'm, I'm so glad that I started putting together timelines. Who did I steal that from? <laughs> it was one of y'all's. But, Me. Oh, I'm so glad. It just makes it kind of easier to bring out a little bit more of the character. I'm like reading it through going, oh, I could use that in future RPs. And it's so nice. I had to it's do just, it yeah. when I was writing my uh, homebrew. I had to do timelines for a lot of stuff. So I started doing it for, I do, I do so much crap. I make like Pinterest boards for all my characters <gasps> and stuff. Oh, that's the next thing I'm going to steal. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Uh, it looks like, it looks like I'm looking through and Abraxas's late teens seem to be kind of like the, I would picture they're kind of really happy moments. It looks like around age 15, and this is a tradition I created for his family, is that they transition from wolf and kind of learn how to walk at a, a on two legs human style at, at a specific age. So his siblings before him, you know, were with him for that process. Well, he went he uh, has a younger brother, so when he went back for uh, to do the same for Gregor and spend time with the family. Mm-hmm. Let's see. That was around also that kind of same age, 15, 15, uh, 15 16, 17, that his aunt came, who was on, at that point the only druid in the family and um, had communed with nature and let the family know, it's like, hey, Abraxas is, you know, in my vision. He has the call. He has a calling. And that kind of started his druid path. It's when he became an initiate to the Green Faith, and when he got his his armor that his aunt made. He around seventeen is when he left the land of the Lenoran kings, kind of like for the first time of his life, out there, right out, going to college, out of state. Um, <laughs> uh, he meets Pykel around that same time, and so mm-hmm. I'm picturing that that being a really happy point for him. Plus it looks like he also assisted uh, Druids to bring down a landslide to wipe out an outpost, which that's kind of cool for a young Druid. Nice. Those pesky humans encroaching on nature. (laughs) How do you like his landslide? Peace. So yeah, it looks like the late teens were a super fun time for him. All right. Aw, that's really cool. We we need teenage baby adventures with all of all of Muppet, our Muppet, Muppet babies but uh with oh, it's FWP. Skibby Skibby <laughs> we need, Junior. What is the ch- chibi artwork now oh my Muppet gosh Muppet I forgot Muppet. I was gonna draw chibi minute <laughs> all right so where we last left you uh it's been a little bit of an interesting time you uh you guys have been kind of in this continuous battle uh because you guys are in the middle of a war and so in war unfortunately there is no out of out of initiative in initiative you guys are just straight in initiative and basically having to jump all over the area of spurnhor to try to kind of stem potential weak spots that might pop up you handedly distri- uh, took care of two barbarians that were take- trying to take out some siege equipment uh, and took care of that. But just as you were finishing up that, you heard there was some problems on the opposite side of the of the spur area. Two giant hydras, war hydras, are slowly moving a Ooh. tower, uh, a siege tower, towards the walls. 
and uh, you have been requested to stop that. Uh, it's been a little bit of a challenge because not many of you are necessarily uh, built for ranged combat, uh, Manette. Uh, <laughs> and I actually sat there and I had this idea. I was like, oh, because one of the options they have is if there's an area where it's trouble that the uh, the dragons can come and help give you a ride, so to speak, but they can't carry Manette. So uh, that idea was out uh, very quickly, unfortunately. But Flying Abraxas is slowly making his way over there. I think he will. You, I think you'll be there next turn, if I remember right. And, right. The and, only uh, character equipped for like long range. No. I know. Yeah. Well, and what's funny is he's the character equipped for long range and also is flying, so he could get closer if he wanted to. And so this is now round nine. Uh, and Abraxas, Damn. you are still flying your way over. Um, oh. I'm going to say you make it there this turn. Yeah. Um, so you can put yourself up by Manette. I say I think that should be <gasps> probably about right. Yay! Ooh, Thank, awesome. God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> oh, good. We needed you. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? Um, I'm gonna probably say you used all your movement to get here, though. He comes flying down like a bullet, and <laughs> Manette looks up. Oh, I guess Manette and Pippa are there has a something in their hands and they drop they want to drop superhero style but what they do is just boom with two solid feet down and a clang because he brought out a the cauldron of overwhelming allies the summoning cauldron <laughs> and it just clangs right in front of him because he, he can you know take stuff out with his move action so he's clang he's like okay i'm i'm in I just need to catch my breath. Wait, I used magic. Why am I out of breath? <laughs> well, you were rustling around for that uh, cauldron there <laughs> while you were flying. I'm sure that took some energy. His Wind resistance, you know. Like, faster. <laughs> all right. Does that end Abraxas' turn? You said it was like the full, mo- full, full round. Yeah, it would have taken you a full movement yeah. to get there. Oh, then, yeah, that's all I could do until... Next round, he's like, okay, guy, get started just after this. <sighs> and yeah, that's all I could do. This other dragonkin moves forward and moves just in front of all you guys, probably about 10 feet up above you all, and rains down a icy blast at all of you. So I need everybody, including Argentea, to roll a, a reflex save. Right. Right, 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 right. I mean... Even if she only takes half damage, this is probably going to knock her out. Hmm. Dustin tries to blame us for Argentine's death, but we already know who's responsible. (laughs) Dustin loves pretending that (laughs) he didn't do anything. (laughs) Buon's spirit has taken over Dustin. (laughs) Um, I only got a 20. All right. Well, the DC is 20, so you are good. Because if it meets, it beats. So, uh... Let's see how much, if anybody, everybody who got over 20 will take half of 30. So 15 points if you, or unless you're Pippa and passed your reflex save, then you take none. Woo! Uh, I passed uh, it anyway with a 22 because I rolled a nine for a Pippa. Wow. <laughs> but how my reflex save is so hooper good. Hang on, I'm rolling it now. Is she going to survive with half? Baby girl, baby girl. Ooh, she rolled a nat twenty. She passes. Uh, okay. And then ah. what's the what's the half? 15. Uh, fifteen. Oh yeah, she's definitely super down. <laughs> <laughs> By Argentea. She's only got like thirty hit points, and so the last time you you came roaring through here, like it took her down by quite a bit. But it's it's just she's just unconscious, so. Manette could bring her back if need be. So okay, oh okay. could I? Okay. <laughs> uh, and then because he because this uh, dragonkin used their or frost strike used their speed surge ability that they can use three times a day, it is going to move back to protect the hydralisks, and that ends its turn. Pippa, you are up. After dodging all of those icy pellets, she watches her beloved cat with her own face go down. But there's no time. <laughs> There's no time to deal with that at the moment. I don't I don't have anything I could do anyway <laughs> to stabilize her. So I'm going to use my quicken ability from my armband to go twice. And I am going to uh, she's gonna tap Manette with one of with one of her wands and be all like, Alright, get down there. And Manette, you are now a flying giant woman. <gasps> Thank you very much. If you could stabilize my cat first on your way down, that would be. Could definitely do that. That'd be very cool. 
<laughs> and then her second, for her second feat on this terrible, terrible, awful day. Very good. No bad. All good. All bad. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> the best, but the worst. <laughs> um, Dustin. Na, 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 na. The closest Hydra. Actually, no, I think both Hydras. This spell has a range of, it's a 120 foot line from Ooh. myself. Okay. So I think both Hydras are going to need to make me a reflex save. All right. Let's see what they got. I have a feeling their reflex is very low. Oh, plus <laughs> 12. Oh. Plus 12. I mean. what? That's what my reflex is. Uh, that, <laughs> that's that's a, one lower than my reflex. So that's yeah. that's that, uh, these are uh, for being giant creatures. They apparently are pretty reflective. They're reflexive. surprisingly spry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he rolled an eight for a twenty for the first one, and then she rolled a seven for a nineteen for the second one. Uh, he passes. She does not. All right. Yeah. Damn the patriarchy. Uh, what's the damage? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Wow. Um. <laughs> Ray of patriarchy. <laughs> Ray of patriarchy. Uh, instant death. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Uh, you, it this... just slowly drains your soul away. <laughs> Life drain. So yeah, so lightning begins to gather in Pippa's hands and she it's pooling in one hand and then she makes a sharp gesture with her other pointing oh, so cool. at the closest Hydra and lightning crackles and strikes it before bouncing over to the next one as well. So how much damage was that, Pippa? 35 with the soup oh, bonus. one for each die. Yeah. 35 so, points of damage. Ouch. So half damage on the first Hydra and full damage on the second. All right. Wow. <laughs> All right. That's a good hit there, Pippa. Great job. <laughs> She's got her, like, her all of her own hair is standing completely on end. <laughs> so what happens when you hit hit that first hydra is that there's actually the tower in between, but because it's so wet and rainy, what you see happen is it hits that first hydra, and then it hits the tower, and then you see the tower kind of staticky up with electricity, and then it shoots out and hits the other one, and then it also hits the Draco, li- the the uh, frost drake because it's right next to it. Oh shit! Uh, oh, and uh, let me roll the reflex save for that one. Yes, I totally forgot to do that. Uh, and that got a 24, so that one will also take 15 points of damage. That was a good, good, good that, AOE. That, that was a good uh, AOE attack there, Pippa. I am so excited. I love that spell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does that end Pippa's turn? Yeah, that'll that'll do it. Uh, outside yeah. of just crouching for what pitiful cover she can behind that wall, I guess. Uh, the amazing flying Manette, you're up next. <sighs> From all so your time in the circus. Flying. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> from when I was at the circus. <laughs> I'll do a burst and, of course, selective channeling, so I will not be healing that Drake. Aw, suck it, Drake. You all, whoever has hit points to gain, you get 22 hit points. <gasps> Woo! Yes. Ooh, yeah. unleashes her holy energy, and then she's going to drop... As she's starting to move, she's going to drop the composite longbow she was holding. Sorry, Abraxas, I know that's yours, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) And draw her sword and shield again, and then she's going to fly up in front of the nearest Hydra, and just, that's that's all she's got for this turn. It is that, the Hydra that Manette moved on, it happened to be its turn next. And here's what's interesting about that is, as you get up close Mm -hmm. and personal, you see it heal up a little bit it's low yeah wounds. of course and it says uh, hey girl and it says hey <laughs> girl. girl uh and uh it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna sit there with one of it of, of its four heads three of them start moving around to kind of distract you well one goes in for like a viper strike and it goes in for a bite attack does a 25 hit you uh no all right then it as it's doing that it comes up with a tail slap and that's not going to hit you either. So you just totally dodge out of its way both times. 
Minette's done this kind of thing before. <laughs> Fought multi-headed things. <laughs> and the Power Rangers no backdrop. No big deal. I think, I think there's probably this thought in the back of your head, uh, Minette. There's like, no matter what size you are, there's always something one size category bigger. <laughs> truly. Because this thing truly. is huge compared to you. It's like uh, that that um, Star Wars prequel moment where the bigger fish eats the other like huge <laughs> fish that was in front mm-hmm. of them. Yes. You know, those yes. those dumb mm-hmm. movies. <laughs> that dumb moment. <laughs> that heavy-handed metaphor. Um, at the same time, um, the entire... It's the start of a new turn. So when that happens, the whole area moves forward uh, 10 feet. I'm, I'm assuming we're hand-waving that I would just, like, be... Like, as I'm, like, blocking them and shifting yeah. and... I will, however, back. give you an attack of opportunity. So because oh, you are yeah. right next to him. So if you want to take like that. I like that it. Rules. We'll allow it. We'll, we'll allow, allow it. it. <laughs> I was about to use my, well, that's utter BS. I'm going to full attack and move. I'm not picturing the tower going sideways because one stop moving. <laughs> the other one's still pushy. Yeah, because that, that's the reason why. Because it would never work otherwise because they have to move it together in sync. And like. They're, they have different initiatives, so that's the reason why it's, they set it up that way. It's very unlikely that I hit. Um, I did roll a five on the die, so 22. <laughs> um, I, Well, let me check. Oh, no, yeah, no, you, you miss. I, I was thinking they actually had a lower AC than that, but they don't. Uh, Bayani, they're right in front of you. You didn't even have to move out to them anymore. They just They just showed up right in front of you. Yeah. Bayani's been doing his best cronk hiding <laughs> sneaking through the city and emperor's new groove he sees yeah <laughs> uh, he sees minette flying he does an internal oh yeah uh <laughs> dustin tell me about the siege tower how is it being moved with the hydras like it's it's just a tower on wheels, and they're ch- the hydras are basically chained to it, and they move it forward. Uh, if you want to roll me in and what do, what knowledge does Bayani have? And Ooh. what does Bayani know? <laughs> I engineering. I know dungeons, history, locals, and nobles. Roll me dungeons. That's surprising <laughs> that I have so many. Yes, yeah, that you have any at all. A little surprised. <laughs> well, two of them have plus zero. Uh, somehow knowledge. Or his, <laughs> some of the somehow history has plus five. Don't know how that happened. Interesting. A lot he doesn't of remember away. his own history. How does he know anyone else's? I have. I yeah, rolled an eight. Question. So that's an eleven for knowledge dungeons. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, that's not going to give you anything <laughs> other than you know that. Um, I, actually, I will get to this. If one of the hydras is taken out, you realize they're still going to be able to move the tower, but it's going to be like at five feet instead of 10 mm-hmm. feet. So it'll be much slower. And yeah, that's about all you are able to pick up. Like, how long are these chains? I I don't have any information about the chains. They're mm. huge chains, though. I mean, yeah. this is a gigantic creature, I'm and this is a gigantic tower, and these are big freaking chain so it would be pretty hard to break them okay well i'm gonna do my i'm gonna do my stupid plan um (laughs) please mm -hmm. okay so i'm gonna use my final hero points to have another action dustin so just letting you know okay so i so bionni is hovering 20 feet off the air he sees the siege tower coming at him he in the back of my his mind he's like okay tower tall Tall things fall. Make tower <laughs> fall. So, with that thought process in mind, he's going to uh, use shift earth. So, shift earth as a standard action, I can push or pull a five foot cube of earth or unworked stone within 30 feet, moving the cube five feet in any direction. I can create raised platforms, stairs to the cliff, holes, useful features. This doesn't cause the earth to float, although in areas of plenty of earth, I can move a cube upward, creating a short pillar. So I'm going to be creating a short pillar. I'm going to use all three actions. So 15 feet right under the front part of the tower to just make it go up. And hopefully (laughs) it'll topple backwards. Please get it off balance a little bit. I will let you do this if you roll a natural 20. 
Oh my god. If there's well there's no role associated with it. Uh well the reason why I'm saying this is because the emphasis in the book was that it was basically there is a way to get rid of this ta- to get this tower to stop moving. Mm. But you basically I can't it's a it's a it's a knowledge check of a very specific set that none of you have. So is it engineering. Yes. <laughs> fucking Buon. Have fucking engineering. Oh, yeah, Where's Buon? Why did uh, we let him die? <laughs> they, basically, the, the book very specifically said this is the only way in order to to basically stop this thing. Oh, However, this God. is a good idea. I like this idea. If you roll a natural twenty, it will stop it completely. But if you anything else, you will at least buy yourself a round of it getting to the wall. Okay, I'm at before they least... break through because these are two giant yeah. creatures. They can just force their way. Yeah, through that's why I asked zone. about the chains. I was like, whatever. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's at least better than just attacking things. Yeah, this is one of those scenarios where the book they were very specific of this thing is going to be impossible to take down, barring these very specific ways. Okay, well, heart of the cards, heart of the cards, heart of the cards, heart of the cards. Twelve. Okay. Yes. So what ends up happening is you you hear up from the bottom this stone come up, and because you got better than ten, actually, I'm going to give you two rounds before yes. this of not movement. So merciful. Awesome. No matter what, because you used a hero point, you had to get something, and so I figured you get in over ten, you need to get at least get that. So uh, yes, you get two rounds. It is stuck, and you can hear the strain of the chains as the war hydras are trying to push through this. Basically, I think it's the equivalent of like a skateboard trying to go over a rock it's just it, it's gonna happen eventually but it's not easy so there, there is that good job by any is there anything else you want to do i just want to well he's now completely visible because he was invisible because it's vanish and you just see this herculean strain of him raising this earthen pillar so everybody just sees this he's just like <laughs> like very dragon ball z <laughs> so uh last episode i think you all remember uh, me mentioning, and this is one of the reasons why you can't just go on the ground, is there is like basically an army of barbarians behind mm-hmm. the tower waiting to go up the tower right. that if you tried to land on the ground, they'd swarm you. What you see is you see a bunch of the barbarians running up to like hammer away at the rock to help movement. And what you realized is how ruthless this army is. You know the moment they cut that that rock away, it's just going to fall and kill those barbarians. Like It's just like mm. that's they don't care about the people. They're just they're just there to get there get to the tower at all costs uh and that ends your turn then bayani yes i'm all out of movements but i stopped it for two turns okay so the first thing that happens is uh it is now the other uh frost drake's turn and it realizes that the hydras are now under direct attack and their job is to protect the hydras so they are going to move and attack manette when it's going to move around and attack manette and it's gonna bite you there manette Apparently, it's a very bitey day. Tom, Tom. Justin's feeling bitey. I'm feeling bitey. (laughs) Yeah, 23 isn't going to hit you. And that's it. That's all it gets because it moved. So uh, it misses because Manette apparently is hard to hit today. So it is round 10. It is, Braxis, you are up. You finally get to get into the fray. What are you going to do? Oh, man. I was going to summon, but. That thing is way closer than I thought, and the mechanics make it nay impossible to... What's the terrain look like that they're going up? Is it like just a mountainous mountainous it's, terrain? It's kind of like a steep mountainous terrain, yeah. That's why it's not the height... They needed the hydras to move it, because it's kind of like at an angle. They're just pretty much force of willing it up that... that, that okay, that. so they really have to push to get it like up... Yeah, I mean, you I figure think- it, if it was on flat, they would be moving like 30 feet gotcha. around. Oh my god, I'm so glad we Abby, you yeah. I'm so glad that you got the wait, hookah, hula bula. The hula bula. The hula game. Okay. So I was just talking about the happiest moments of Abraxas's uh, you know, what was a happy moment? Late teens. Mm-hmm. You know, Aww. one of the memory encompassed the landslide to take down oh. the encampment. Okay, so yes. this thing is with that kind of a having in the back history of that uh braxis was fully planning to channel all his energy into the cauldron and release summon creatures but i'll just say that our character introduction also kind of seeped into the game and he's just remembering the last time he's like man what we really need here is a landslide i have softened earth and stone so what uh braxis is gonna do is he is going to cast it. I'm going to start like a mid. I'm not going to do the entire thing because that's just going to be even. I'm going to do the 
the midway. I'm hoping it'll either the hydras have to push even harder, buying us some more rounds to push it up, or I'm hoping I don't think the thing goes askew. Abraxas, what knowledge checks do you have? Nature. Sabotaging fortifications. No, um, I have have, engineering. uh, I have have geography (laughs) and nature. So I know my I know my terrains. Roll me a nature check, just, just with, if you're going to do oh. this. I have, an, I have a thought here. Okay, I might be able okay, to tell okay. you something here. Oh, that was a low roll, but I mean, it wasn't horrible. So so let me see if I understand this. You are basically doing mud slide or a, a, you're making it slicker on the backside of the tower to make basically slow it down. Try to slow it down even more. Well, let me see. Um, I can make it mud. I can make it loose sand or dirt. Ooh. I can even make it clay. Ooh. Yeah. So basically, yeah, I want to cause a landslide. I want the thing to backslide or fucking tip over. That would be great. Uh, okay. So I, this <laughs> this allows me, you figured out the way to stop the siege tower without using engineering. So congratulations. So, anyway, so here's what's happened <laughs> is, uh, uh, Angel, is you make this big... I'm going to say because of the weather and the wetness and the snow, it ends up becoming just this big pile of mud. It doesn't necessarily slide the land because the snow is kind of keeping it in place, like in okay. trees and stuff like that. So it's not easily moving. But what you notice immediately is you notice that the two back wheels are its, you realize it's the weak spot. Because when you start doing that, it just snaps the wheels. Yes! And now the tower can no longer move. So the hydras are are stuck. They can't move because they're stuck to the tower uh, and the frost drakes are are still loose, but you have stopped completely the tower moving. The tower will no longer move forward, so now you just have to take care of your war hydra. Yes! I love being an an eco... eco Eco Eco-terrorist. Eco-terrorist. Abraxas the eco-terrorist for the win! It's like, I've destroyed an outpost with less. Oh, I picture him raising his arms. you fully... <laughs> I raising his arms in the air and doing that uh, from the Lord of the Rings when Sauron's casting from or Saruman from like across the way to no, cause like the avalanche yes, and he's nice. like miles and miles away. So I'm just like yelling and chanting into the wind and it's as like this giant over. furry ice spider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had transformed back on the flight over. Oh, you had. My, All right. I just left the token yeah. thing, but that would be awesome. So so what you notice is when that happened, all of a sudden you see these swarm of barbarians coming at the bottom of the tower to start to hack away because what they realize is because the tower is so tall, they can at least get the tower to fall onto the wall uh, where uh, – like at an angle, you know, like cutting a Christmas tree down. They're gonna, it's gonna take them several turns to do this. Like you don't have to worry about that, but that, that's what they're doing because it, it's an army. They might as well do something. Um, but if you take care of the hydras and stuff, the, the tower is going to fall because when the, when, it's, when the hydras fall, the towers are gonna be are chained to the hydras and the tower will just fall down with it. So you guys mm-hmm. can still completely remove this problem and this threat. So, and all those people that are near the tower, that's a reflex uh, 16, or the ways they <laughs> fall on their ass because they're, they're now they're hacking in in muddy slush it's pretty hilarious you're it's it's almost <laughs> like a what is it uh do 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 that that uh what is it <laughs> hill uh, it's hill. a benny hill thing you see We're them like a lot of sli- benny hill moments <laughs> <I've noticed> <laughs> which is awesome they're slipping in the mud and they're falling on their asses and they kind of look like a bunch of fools. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness look i didn't need no i didn't need no engineering schooling <laughs> Exactly. Nature. nature will sort you out. I just needed to sabotage a lot of human outposts in his youth. <laughs> Clearing out a mine, outposts, flooding a village. All that good stuff. Hell yeah, dude. Does the practice do anything believe. else? I'll use my move action to shift. So he he was flying in his uh, hybrid form. Um, oh, no, I'll say man, his man form. And now... After the change, like, yeah, he feels so full of energy. His hair is still white, whipping around with the wind and feeling the spell where he starts feeling the earth. And he just hulks out again and becomes this huge, back to his huge furry spider monster. (laughs) Yes. So now I'm back. And by the way, I think for Braxis, with the turning of being finally figuring out what was going on with his body, like it was hurting and stuff like that, I think you finally actually feel yourself tuned to this planet. I think that's oh, yeah. the thing too. So, like, you feel it's almost like feeling like another Mother Nature kind of scenario. You like you're tapping Sweet. into a different sort of nature energy, and it's kind of I'm imagining invigorating for you. Oh heck yeah, roaring, roaring! 
how many druids get to tap into mother nature on other planets or green faith the trap into the green faith on other planets you know that's that's a pretty rare well, thing get some sick rep when i get back it's like hey <laughs> hey yo you want to hey see girl some, uh, I've, hey, I, I've, tapped, I've tapped the nature of multiple planets. Uh, <laughs> well, I tapped Galarian. You jealous? Or are they tapping me? I'm a druid. They funnel their power through me. I choose to believe that I'm being tapped. Canon. Now that Bionni is visible, the Frost Drink yeah. is going to move down and attack for Bionni. Oh, what's up, bro? And it's gonna it's gonna bite. Take a bite at you. God, I cannot roll today. That is a four, so I don't think a 19 hits you. No, it doesn't. Wow. I, I haven't rolled this terribly in a long time. Uh, that, that ends its turn. Uh, oh, no uh, kissing on the first date. Pippa, you're up again. What, Hooray! What crazy shit are you going to do this turn? Something cool. Um, she is extremely juiced up by seeing how successful her companions have been at getting this thing, at getting this thing stopped. Uh, she's a little less juiced up by those frost drakes also attacking those companions. So uh, she's gonna scorching ray the closest frost drake. She's gonna glare. She's gonna glare at the nearest one. Throw those little throw those tiny little halfling hands out and uh, send molten fire barreling at it. Yes. And she has sort of a reckless grin on her face because Abraxas doing that chanting and then changing into the giant ice mantis again was just a sight. It was a sight to behold. <laughs> it was invigorating. Yeah! Tribraxis! I lifted oh. a freaking pillar of earth <laughs> yep, yeah, that up was under cool. the wheels. Like This battle so has cool. looked badass. It has looked <laughs> incredible. Uh, so first I think this I is, have to roll is, my uh, attack. Bonti- uh, God, what is it called? Bossing say. Bossing. <laughs> oh, heck yeah, that. earth bending mm-hmm. everywhere. It's a giant tunneler heading towards the wall. All right, that's a 33 range touch attack against that. Uh, I don't even have to look to know that's going to (laughs) hit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is that a crit, Abby? High first touch attack. No, it was a a 19 on the die. Oh, Oh, that was so close. So quite, not quite a crit. Uh, If it was my crossbow, it would have been a crit, but uh, not for the spell. But still, it is pretty cool. Pretty cool, and I get to uh, throw three beams of very, very hot light at you. Um, not worried about the second ray. The second ray, I'm pretty sure, goes through on a 28 range touch. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> and then a 31 range touch. Yeah. What's what's your normal AC or your normal attack? Without a roll, my it's a it's a plus 13. Yeah, uh, their their touch is twelve, so you're just checking oh, to see if you got a natural a twenty. Oh great, okay. Well then, you know. <laughs> so yeah, so all three, all three, all three of these definitely go through. <laughs> okay, that's the fun thing about sorcerers and other touch based <laughs> casters. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's going to be sixty points total. Holy shit! Oh uh, my god. Fire damage. And guess guess what? Uh, Frost-like creatures are vulnerable to. Fire? Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk it? (laughs) So that is 90 points of damage to that frost drink. Woo! I'm up. Uh, He is definitely sin. They are definitely singed. Uh, Let's see here. They are still up. But man, that was a massive hit. That Pippa, I think this is the first time you have ever gotten very close to just doing a one-shot kill. I think yeah. you've ever had. It, it is very close, but it is still up, unfortunately. That's a big. It's still looking pretty, pretty singed though. So I think she feels great about it. Yes, oh, yes. <laughs> she, I think uh, she just sort of recklessly screams into the wind of like, "There's more where that came from." <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Have Argentea do anything? On your turn? Rest, relax, recover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. She's, she, Manette healed her up. So I think she is furiously grooming herself. <laughs> uh, speaking of Manette, it is your turn. What do you want to do there, Manette? Huzzah! Manette is going to attack so many times. Huzzah! Okay, so 20 on the die. Um, Ooh, not followed. <laughs> I know, so slow. I was like, what? Well, you said that. I know, I said it so casually so last time. I, 
It's so funny because last time I critted two and I was just like, okay, uh, 95 points of damage. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know why I don't care when I crit anymore. It's because it's such um, a common occurrence. It just, like, <laughs> okay. It just happens. I, just, I, all the I, times. <laughs> I don't happens. confirm that often though, but this time I probably did because I got a 17 on the die immediately after. So 18 with the soup bonus plus 17, which is going to be 35 to hit. Okay, roll me that critical kit card there, Logan. <laughs> uh, knockback. Double damage and target is pushed 1d6 squares directly away. So, okay, first give me your damage. 52. Okay. I don't know if fire damage matters at all. Some of that is fire. Uh, it does matter. Um, 10 of that is fire. Okay, so that Hydra, you slice... And it's a good thing it's fire because that will make sure it does not regenerate. Um, oh, good. You, with your critical hit, you don't do the knockback function. What you do is as you go back to slice through them, you slice through each head. You slice off the neck of every single Woo! one of them. They, you, you, like, oh! kind of just right oh, to where you yes. slice just in one slice. They, I, they usually try to keep their necks apart from each other. But because of you just watching and timing with this critical precision, you sit there and they're all lined up and you just take that shot and you just slice them all. And because it's fire damage also, it just, you see each of the necks as you're cutting through. It also, um, what's the word when you- Carterizes. Uh, you, it carterizes each of the heads to keep it from regenerating. And it just falls down and dies. And yeah. What? insta <laughs> Damn! Yes. That's amazing. You just busted I'm imagining the I do. It's like if you've watched Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. My favorite character uses a blunted blade, and he but he just knows exactly where to hit people to kill them. Basically, that's kind mm-hmm. of his power. Um, I'm imagining like it, it's that exact moment of she's zeroing in. She's just watching them and bobbing and weaving between their heads. And as soon a, a, one, a, a bunch of them start coming towards her to try and distract her and time slows down and she just sweeps her arm in this upward arc and completely slashes through them at a diagonal. How bad ass. So badass. <laughs> badass. Delicious. You, you I know, love being Manette. <laughs> it's kind of funny. You want to know what inspired me for this, for that thought was, was no, the freaking what? stupid YouTube video where they, they, they have the lightsaber to cut bread and it toasted as it cuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for thanks for adding the comment about fire because that was what like i was just like oh shit this is exactly what it does uh yeah thank goodness i have flaming burst on this weapon okay uh, um what else does manette do i can't attack move and attack huh unfortunately not but there is a frost strike right next to you yeah, that's round. sad though. It's already almost on its last legs. Oh well. Kill it. Let's see if I can kill it. I rolled a 19, but um, so that is on a scimitar crit threat. Uh, which is this is a waste of a crit because I bet this thing has very few hit points. Um, yeah, just do damage. You're gonna kill this thing. <laughs> yeah, because then I got 15 plus 17, so definitely another hit. Let's just let's roll this puppy out. Well, my normal damage, non-critical, is only 12. It had 10 hit points left, so you murdered it. Uh, Oh, my God. You know what I'm just picturing? You just finished slicing the Hydra. You do a dependent pose. You fling your sword up, and it comes down with a fucking dragon. It hits the dragon, like, right on the neck. And then you just catch the sword. and like, Amazing. I was fully... I was imagining the motion just carrying through. Like, I just keep going, and there's a big um, flash of fire, just wave of fire as the sword goes through it. Well, and it's even more, because remember, this is all the same round as Pippa just doing that mass damage to the frost trade. Yeah. So what you see is... so good! Like, you gotta think, in six seconds, all of a sudden, these blasts of flames come from Pippa's hand as you're slicing the heads off these hydras and you just go up in like a coordinated Avengers movie attack kind of thing, like <laughs> teamwork feat kind of happening. And you just go back and slice that head off too. Well, well, she's distracting it with the fire blast that does so much damage to finish it off. I definitely do a big battle cry. Manette is just like, <laughs> um, <laughs> the barbarians on so the ground. Keep in mind, this is a massive army. But they all just stop and kind of stare at you for a minute in awe. My holy glory. <laughs> mm-hmm. Convert. 
for the church. The church of Manette begins here. Yeah. Repent and be saved. The church of Manette began a long time ago. Uh, Bayani, you are up. Uh, there's not much left on the field. What do you want to do? How is that uh, Frost Drake looking? The other one. Has it been attacked? I can't remember. Pretty much untouched. Okay, well, let's touch it. Um, <laughs> let's touch, let's it. touch it. I'll go to 50 feet in the air. And then as my standard action, I'm going I'm going to take all the, the shavings that the little barbarians have been making from my earthen tower. And... Bionni is going to whip up a sandstorm blast and wow. empower it. Ooh. And I'm going to use my internal buffer burn so that eats up the ones. So altogether, this is costing three burn. And now I just need to freaking hit. Budgeon King, 21. <laughs> I forget. For you, is it? it's not touch attack, right? It's just it's normal not touch. It just glides gently out of the way as you completely oh. miss it. Oh, oh my God. Well, then... Finally, just goes all oh, poop, <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> Good quick turn. Okay, we are on round eleven. You hear calling out over the message stone, Manette, in the middle of your triumph. Uh, Faramo speaks up. There's, there's some, there's something happening on the in the courtyard. Uh, when you can get there, uh, you can tell he's kind of straining, like maybe he's in the middle of fighting something off. And uh, you know that now there is something else going on. We've got to move again soon. Let's finish this. Oh, God. We're just really running back and forth. <laughs> Poor Rexus. He's like, oh. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> we'll just let them kill each other and sort through the remains. <laughs> and Abraxas, it is your turn. All right. Abraxas is going to over to the side of the fortress and just start and this 60 foot long line of freezing just gross spit comes out maybe has a little bit of breakfast in it still too just splatters along the back end of the siege tower in that 60 foot line which will uh i mean it does cold damage but he's doing it more because it also entangles things that it hits so he wants to freeze as much in place and make basically the tower really icky if they want to still hack at it but he wants to make this just unappealing and entangle as much of the army as possible since he does have a 60 foot line so what's funny about this abraxas is the you the the first layer of barbarians that you hit they're on that muddy grant landslide ground that you had earlier so when you freeze them into place, they freeze to a block and they're still for a second and then they start slipping down. <laughs> and they slip down and hit the, hit the army behind them and kind of do like a dominoes thing. So that, that kind of that slows them way down. Oh, uh, yes. you, so that, that's you, you've kind of stemmed those barbarians, but they will eventually get back up and work on that tower. If you take out that Hydra, though, you, you get all of you, you know you will be able to stop this. Oh, Braxis MVP. Yeah. Well, so I did much. like one shot dragons and stuff. I know, but come on, you do you've done the most like stopping stuff. You're doing uh, the work. Bionni too. Abraxas, you gonna do anything else? Nah, that was my move and move and spit, move and spit. Move and spit, move and spit. Alright. It is the uh Drake turn. Uh and uh unfortunately his breath attack is up and going and he's gonna turn it at Manette and Bionni. So if you two would be the lovely job of rolling me a reflex save, I'd appreciate it. I'll do it. So you both take fifteen points of damage and it just moves back to where it was. Pippa, you are up. There is there is a War Hydra and uh Drake left. I have a confession to make, Dustin. Uh oh. I gave myself one additional Scorching Ray that I do not actually have yet. Uh, okay, I was very much going to ask you about that. Um, I don't have three yet. I'm still at two. I need one more level before I can have three, which I conveniently forgot for the last <laughs> round. What are you going to do again? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Scorching Ray with the appropriate number of rays this time. Okay, so uh, this time, she, you know, she'd managed to summon three from some dark unbeknownst to her death of her fiery soul before, but she's back to two. She's back to just two scorching rays and uh, beams of very <laughs> hot light once again shoot out of her hands at the remaining frost rake. Actually, you know what, Abby? Hero point for honesty. 
Aww. 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 Clap, 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 clap. I so, appreciate uh, that because I was down to zero. Uh, by the way, uh, I, I, I'm going to take a start break because there was something I meant to mention at the beginning of the show that I forgot to mention. When you fail any check by more than five, you get an inspiration point and you can use those inspiration points to add to any role you want. So Ooh, I want to read because I one of the things I love I miss about Dungeon World is I love that you get rewarded for failure through by getting XP like that's oh, that, that's how yeah. that's how that's how you experience thing is by failing I that's how you mm. get better at stuff so that's always been one of my big complaints about Pathfinder and D and D in general is you don't get some kind of benefit for failing because failure should be. Re- Uh, damn experience that's damn true you know what that's what i like about all those systems all the you know um powered by the apocalypse stuff like Mm -hmm. you you do learn from failure that's what you develops you that's a good ass point and so something hero point for Dustin. Hero yeah. point for Dustin. <laughs> Dustin gets the villain points. Villain points. I remember that from our Dungeon World game. It's you would miss. Oh no, you would hit. You rolled low, but you'd hit, but it would open you up. There was a consequence. Something happened. It wasn't mm-hmm. ever just like, okay, well, I missed. Yeah. It was something happened. Hopefully I don't fail because this is a ranged touch attack. It better fucking hit. Uh first one hits for surezies. You remember, you're just checking to see if you got a natural one yep. or a natural 20. <laughs> Both hit, no nat, no nat 20s. So 38. Is that in your turn there, Miss Pippa? Yeah, because you don't get two attacks uh, with spells, even if you are hasted. So, <laughs> uh, Which is bullshit, in my opinion, but whatever. I think that's bullshit, too. But that them's the rules in this game. So she just crouches down behind her little wall. Uh, Manette, yeah, haste up. is really more for not for the spellcasters and more yeah. for the <laughs> for the spellcasters, <laughs> the people they cast it on. I'm gonna fly over to the other Hydra. I know I'll take an attack of opportunity. Attack of opportunity. It's gonna bite your ass or try to anyway. Bite my ass. A 24 will not hit you. God damn, I could not roll today. Uh, go ahead and do what you're gonna do. First attack is um, it's a 17 on the die, so technically 18. Plus 17, a 35. I'm assuming that hits. Yeah. <laughs> these are good, these are huge. These are huge creatures. It, it doesn't take very seas a little bit low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the second one is only a 30 to hit. Okay, yeah. and that hits too. 1d8 plus 7, and then it's going to be... Uh, oh my god. <laughs> the fire damage is abysmal. So I only got um, 4 fire damage. Ooh, but okay. 14 slashing and four fire. Okay, so 18 points of damage. What I will say is, even though it's only four, it does halt its regeneration abilities. So yeah, uh, that's what at I least not healing. For. Does that end your turn there, Manette? It sure do. Okay, Bayani, what are you going to do? You going to okay. do 170 million points of damage to this thing? Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> thinking if I can't hit the... F- the frost strike i'm gonna go for the hydra so he begins to gather up this whirlwind of sand just whipping around his body as i'm using gather power so i get to reduce my burn cost by one as i do a sandstorm blast let's see if i hit though Ooh, 18 on the die so that is a 34 to hit yeah okay so it's this is going to be 10 d6 plus 23 oh my god <laughs> So let me let me count the ways in which I hurt you. Yes. <laughs> okay. So rolling five d six first. Ooh. <laughs> I rolled three sixes in there. Okay. So. Oh my god. This is what you get. This is what I get for missing. I get rewarded. Sixty nine. <laughs> Sixty nine <laughs> points of damage to your yes. Hydra. Nice. <laughs> the sexiest damage <laughs> so i think you know i don't know if any of you have ever seen a sand a sand cutter you wave your hand and you just slice through each head yes. as manette's flame <laughs> washes over at the same time to seal the heads just like she did with the other ones and that hydra falls and as it falls the tower comes down with it and falls to the side yes. crushing the hydra itself you have killed the hydra the frost trake sees this panics and just takes a full run as the fantastic <laughs> worlds podcast is a fantastic oh, come production. On. Oh. suck on my flensing gust of sand we, oh. we hope you enjoyed the show <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, if you can't get enough of the FWP crew, we uh, recommend you connect to our fantastic community. You can do so by joining the conversation on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. Want even more of the FWP crew? We produce two other actual play podcasts, Far Beyond the Stars, our space opera featuring the Fly Free or Die Adventure Path. Or you can listen to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Greatest Show on Earth, featuring Pathfinder's 2E Extinction Curse Adventure Path. To find out more about that podcast, join today at fantasticworlds.cash. I am Dustin Prime, your war hydra. You may find me at (laughs) Dustin Alexander on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Abby. Honest Abby, as they call me, and I am occasionally <laughs> rewarded with hero points for it. And you can find me being very honest uh, on Twitter or Instagram at Bonanza Vammon. That's my handle. <laughs> this is Angel, not an eco terrorist in real life. That's just in game <laughs> an eco terrorist. Um, well, there's my disclaimer. <laughs> I can be reached at Espinoza916. <laughs> This is Jess, aspiring real life. Just kidding. I'm not going to say that. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't say that Throw out loud. Throw a wrench in it if you know what I mean, guys. Um, <laughs> redacted that thing. Anyways, <laughs> you can find me at Hank the Clank. Definitely not tweeting about eco-terrorism. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is Logan, the sexiest flenzer around. If you don't know what that word is, it means you basically just cut off the skin of things. So mm. that's fun. You can learn more vocabulary <laughs> with me at mainman08 because I'm also an English teacher. Vocabulary lessons <laughs> with Logan. Yay! It's Mr. Maine. Everybody's dream! <laughs> theme song was composed and played by amy hankinson thank you sirenscape for your sound effects and music if you enjoyed the show do us a favor and help spread the word to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well till next time i hope you have many fantastical adventures The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission. Uh, we didn't have the, that, the, the little uh, opening. My brain wouldn't be on eco, eco-terrorism. Uh, <laughs> I only thought about eco-terrorism because of the game your mom gave <laughs> Uh, I will make sure to tell mom that she has a hero point in our game. Whatever. Oh, Power mom, of hookah. It'll make you consider eco-terrorism. Yeah, mommy's little eco-terrorist. Hookah tagline. Consider eco-terrorism. name consideration. Mommy's little eco-terrorist. I love uh, it. We're all going to be redacted because of this conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're already on a government watch list. Uh, we're on a list somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>